Hey, what's up, everybody? It is December 10th, 2023, and welcome to a brand new episode of the No 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 Mind You Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. And I'm Bryce. Back again. Uh, as far as announcements are concerned, peep the flow page, peep Instagram, check out the clips we post on our various um mediums or mediums. Yeah, no, mediums, I think would be the correct media's plural, mediums, whatever. But check out the check out the posts that we have going on Instagram, YouTube, all our social media pages, so on and so forth. Um, and that's pretty much it. Now, as far as the docket is concerned, it is super thin today. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the way, if I didn't mention it, this is episode 98 manga, right? But our docket is super thin today. We got Sakamoto Days and we have Chainsaw Man and that's pretty much it. But to supplement that, we have, you know, as per usual, our favorite chapter this week and a very interesting topic of the week. Let's intro it, guys. What's our topic of the week this week? <laughs> our topic of the week this week <clears throat> is what is something we wish Western comics would learn from manga and vice versa? Mm. Now, with that, I'll kick us off with Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto Days by Yuto Suzuki. We are jumping into chapter 147, titled Uproar. Shout out, Wheezy. No, I'm joking. Toonchi. No, I'm kidding. Um, Where we leave off? Shin! No! Oh! How that summarize this? Things are about to get insane. Um, My review where's my anime announcement it's getting kind of ridiculous that we're about to hit chapter 150 and nothing and you know Dan dan's gone one i don't care about your theory kaiju the raid's gone one it's just look sakamoto getting busy to rescue Todamaru. <laughs> you can't you can't tell me that won't look good animated it's whatever though i'm not i'm not bitter about it you know it's, it's just you're pretty whatever. better uh well yeah i <laughs> It's just what it is. Um, I don't care about the he didn't even like, stop. Like, he didn't even yeah, stop I'm fucking back. hurt, dude. Hurt people hurt people. I Whoa. wonder Whoa. what Shin's splitting headache was about. Was it due to the explosion, like blowback from there, or him using his Nintendo Power Glove, or is there the another glove. or or is there another psychic amongst the security forces slash the order? Is he about to go full side duck like sign yai yai and then boom? Oh my god, kills everybody. Or like, uh, what is it Tetsuo? Anyway, yeah, Tetsuo had a side duck moment before side duck was a thing, y'all. But Yuto Suzuki knows how to draw a powerful entrance, man. You can't tell me Samejima's entrance isn't on par with Osaragi's freeway uh jump entrance. That shit was cold. Also, I'm hella impressed. He's not the only character, but I'm hella impressed the glasses stayed on. Me. If I don't have a strap on my glasses, I turn my head too quick. <laughs> well, I got to get new glasses. I'm actually kind of shocked that the special forces don't have that much intelligence about Sakamoto's crew. Uh, it seems bizarre that they would automatically label Shin as a terrorist when at this point there should be quite a bit of data out there that he's affiliated with Sakamoto and they've done quite a few things to, you know, essentially kind of be on the side of whatever good is in the assassin world right like uh saving the jcc so on and so forth it's weird and i think there might be a conspiracy going on there that might be tied to chairman asaki aka uzuki's older brother back at 511 kinderheim or whatever 
they done turned Assassin Con into the Kengan Annihilation prelims, um, or the Kengan. So remember, if you watched or read Kengan or Kengan Ashra, right? When they get into the Kengan uh, Annihilation tournament, there's that one initial crusty ass boat where they all gather into, and it's just like Thunderdome. That's what that shit turned into. It looks like. Hodamaru, <clears throat> how is she this dense? It like I she had me in the first half. I was like, oh shit, we're getting a flashback is going in. And the first thing she thinks leading back up to the present is, oh, someone's trying to hit on me. Girl. Anyway, um, it seems that she's always had that tendency to be codependent since she was a child. Um, I'm kind of curious about this level of background depth for her character because we haven't really gotten that much um that many flashbacks other than her obsession with sakamoto so i'm wondering if this flashback can be perceived as a death flag but at the same time i feel like she's too adjacent to the main characters to necessarily die but i wouldn't rule it out um or and i'm also wondering too with like with what's about to go down sakamoto entering the chant is her initial fanaticism about sakamoto about to get rekindled who's who knows man where were you when you saw that that sakamoto slide in the cut uh in, in that one panel to quote matt detail means death in this manga now granted sakamoto doesn't kill but these guys are not gonna live well ah. the issue remains though too much detail in his face right the issue remains though Toramaru still has the bomb inside her, and it has been modified to detonate whether or not it's still inside her. Now, Mafuyu had a whole team to help him. How is Sakamoto going to extract it? He's fast, but I don't know if he's like so fast I can vibrate my molecules on some flash shit, pull the bomb out, and like I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. Like, because this is Sakamoto we're talking about. The impossible seems to be possible in this series, however. Um Another question I had, what's going on with Amane? Remember, he was he's, he peeped Shishiba was on the scene and kind of went into tailing him. So we'll see what that's doing. And of course, by extension, I'm curious to see if Yotsumura's on the scene too. Also, Nagamo just seems to be steps ahead. And I feel like him talking about the shy kid entering the classroom was a direct reference to Sakamoto. So it seems like a lot of the key players are out there on the court right now. So what's about to go down? I'm going to pass the mic over to Matt. Well, <clears throat> one, detail mean death. Uh, it also means danger in some instances. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely waiting to see what we're going to get for, how you say this guy's name, Samajima? Samajima. Samajima. Definitely interested in seeing who's going to ultimately be the person to best him. Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know why, but I'm thinking he's going to end up fighting Nagumo. Um, I also just want to see Nagumo get busy. So, yeah, I'm not going to deny that either. Um, as far as this chapter is concerned, this is we building up. That's it. Like, I feel like we're about to get another like Forest the Death style arc um, where we just about to get action after action after action after action. The snowball is already coming downhill. Um, 
I don't really have much to say. I feel like you cover most of it, TJ. So I'm going to pass it with that to Bryce. Woo! <laughs> I feel the tension in the air. We got bombs. We got people getting fucking, um, getting fucking slapped from the side. All right, we got, we got, we got some sneak punches in here. We we didn't, we don't really get those in Sakamoto. We got the sneak. We got the hit and run. I'm loving it. As TJ, he pointed out, Amane, we still don't know where he at. We know he coming. We still got one extra bomb. Toramar, Toramaru's kind of, we don't know how she's going to work out. What's her reaction going to be when she finds out about a bomb? Maybe we'll get some, a little bit more of her motivations now that Sakamoto's there, you know? Um, Yeah, I'm just excited. I, I, I think... uh. I think this dude uh, that that we're just introduced to Samajima, I think this would be a good test for uh, for for all the all of the Sakamoto game. Uh, Shin, uh, the brothers, kind of fight him one on one and kind of get them get their get their hands dirty. Like the way Sakamoto's kind of building his own team, I think this would be an interesting way for them to finally be on notice by the JAA. Like yo, like. Sakamoto got a whole squad of people that he's training and they're kind of a problem. Um, you know, so it's it's just interesting. Um this everything's moving out so quickly. I think that's like the beauty of Sakamoto. There's no time wasted. It doesn't feel like it. Hmm. Um so I'm super curious to see how this play out. I don't think we're gonna get anybody else from uh X's group really. Um maybe one person. Um uh well they did just introduce two new people so if the magnet chick comes back and the other dude come back then okay but like other than that I don't think we're gonna get the main two um good chapter just just a good one to that point Bryce um for one I think Toramaru does know about the bomb in her body for mm-hmm. two I don't know if they stand a chance against Samejima as they are now because he like shut them down instantaneously. Yeah, but um, Shin also got hit with a bomb beforehand and his head hurt. He didn't even perceive <laughs> food in the air. Right. Right. And then the other point I was gonna make too, we I don't think we've ever seen Carolina Reaper in action. Nah. You think this might be the arc? Might be the arc, man. I mean, you just introduced them. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see what Carolina Reaper can do. Let's see what Carolina Reaper can do. He got to have some type of spicy power. Like, I'm going to be mad if he ain't doing, like, some type of spicy assassin style. Maybe he's called Carolina Reaper because he blinded himself with some Carolina Reapers or some shit because we never seen his eyes. I don't know. That's some some wild shit. I ain't going to hold you, TJ. Like, I'm not going to say that. I mean, but it feels like everyone in the slur group has some type of particular quirk. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But... Uh, I digress. I digress. Any final thoughts on Sakamoto Days, y'all? Yeah, I'm good. All right, Bryce, take us into Chainsaw Man. Let's go into Chainsaw Man. Let's go into Chainsaw Man. Chapter 150, y'all. And you know, it's crazy you mentioned that because, like, Chainsaw Man got an anime before it even hit the triple digits. That's all I'm saying. But go on, go on, go on. 
No, nah, no, nah, you're right. Get, go ahead and get it out, CJ. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's whatever, dog. I already got it on my system. It's whatever. Okay. Until the next trigger. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Um. Sakamoto Days. I'm sorry. Uh, Chainsaw <laughs> Man, Chapter 150. Uh, it should be called uh the John Wick Zero. Um, hmm. going into what's happening here. So, uh, kind of going off the the sweet chapter that we had. You know, you can't trust Fujimoto. Um, he he gon he gon he gon he gon give you the sweetness, and then he gon he gon he gon fuck you up later. Um, Denji <laughs> and Nayuta are are walking home, just going home to to feed their dogs, and they kind of have. The conversation continues, you know. Denji mentions that he's he's had his dream. He has a family. He has a normal life. That's everything he wants. And then, all of a sudden, we get uh, the image of an old friend of Denji's. I think this isn't the first time he showed up, isn't it? Uh, in part uh, two? In part two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pochita, just if everybody's wondering. Uh, Denji steps over a crow, which is crazy as hell, but all right, it's, it's Chainsaw Man. And he starts envisioning Pochita, and they have a conversation. You know, Denji's dream came true. So Pochita's like, yeah, man, your dream came true, so what's next? And Denji's like, oh, well, shit, since I got the family I want, I want to be Chainsaw Man. And um, that's when the chapter turns left. Fujimoto style. Denji and Nayuta make it home to find their house is on fire. And the pets were in the house. And who do we find? We find crazy ass uh Bridges. That's his name, right? Bridges is Ben Bridges or some shit. It's some it's some type of alliteration. It's an evil ass name. He do sound like a dog burner. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He do though. He do. All <laughs> wrong. Am I wrong? It's not that you're wrong. It's just I didn't even know that was a like. Uh, go on, <laughs> like just go do your thing, player. I'm gonna listen. Yeah, man, he's a he's a fucking dog burner. Like that's, that's right. ain't no ain't no, no ain't yeah, no yeah, yeah 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 that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he he he's he he did it, and now he's glowing about it to to Denji and the Yuta, which is crazy because. He has to know that the Yuta is the control devil. So for the fact that he just doesn't give a damn and he's so for it is is absolutely insane. Um uh anyway, uh going back to it, uh here's here's what he says, which is which is crazy. If you're gonna burn someone, it's gotta be family. I figured killing Asamitaka wouldn't fire you up that much. You barely know her after all. Plus, Cats and dogs seem more flammable, you know? That's fucking wild. That's disrespectful. That is disrespectful. This this man is a is a is a is a is a fucking menace. Anyway, uh Fumiko and other uh people from the special division uh kind of come in, guns are blazing, and they start shooting up bridges, and then all of a sudden we get another devil. I don't know if we've seen this devil before. Um Looks pretty crazy. I don't know what it is about like devils pulling the Kool-Aid man situation and just kind of uh kind of just coming out of the blue and just running people over, but you think people would be more aware that devils like to do that. Like this is this is definitely becoming a a a common occurrence um 
that that these guys just don't just just refuse to acknowledge. Like you gotta you gotta put your head on the swivel. You gotta you gotta check your your north, south, east, and west, fam. Like y'all y'all definitely could have saw that devil coming. Like I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, they don't have any excuse anymore. This is just this is just the the strategy of devils in this fucking manga and. And it's just irresponsible, really. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. This kind of <laughs> takes the points away from the, from the, from the devil. It's just irresponsible, <laughs> really. Like, like y'all are not professional, um, and it shows. Um, yeah, um, I don't really have any more thoughts than that. Like, this is the, this is the beginning of, of, of somebody's gruesome death because, ain't no way Bridges is getting away with killing, a bunch of dogs and cats. And then like and then bragging about it to the chainsaw devil and the control devil. Like there's there's no way. There's no way. Uh but I I I, I give up my time to uh to Matt. Uh before you got on here, I was I asked TJ who was that in that last panel because I already was unsure. Um ultimately this was how how does the term go, Bryce? I I don't know what's going on. Wait, how do it go? I, I know it's what's like, happening, but I don't know I, what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I know what's happening, but I really don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, bro, why? <laughs> where is he seeing Pochita? Like, is yeah. this a vision? Like, nah, it's just it's too much happening. Where's Denzel? Like, yeah, that's the biggest question. Where is Denzel? <laughs> I don't know. Ultimately, like you are, and you already know, little little Makima finna start tripping because these dogs is dead. It's I don't even want to read next week. That's really ultimately what I came out of this. I was like, damn, damn, damn. Like now, this devil comes up. I don't know, man. I'm gonna pass it to TJ. TJ is on you. It was wild to me is that Fujimoto wrote this. <laughs> like he wrote this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, are those dogs okay? Probably not. And I still feel like those dogs were probably human at some point, which makes it even more fucked up. Um mm. I don't know if that's Quan Chi as that devil running wild, because it looked like the devil's arms and legs were like not tentacles, but almost. You know how Quan Chi, like, how her her bones can just not be. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like that devil had those properties as well. But I don't know. We'll see where this goes. I guess. Also, again, I still don't think this question has been answered. What the fuck is Pochita at this point? What is Denji's dream? What is that forbidden door that we saw in part one? When is that shit gonna surface? And then Yoru's out there somewhere running loose with one arm and an apartment sword. Um, lastly, I'll say this too. I think Denji's going to pull the chain and there won't be any consequences only because Yoshida got kind of defeated by Yoru, right? He's still stuck at the apartment, like not moving, and his octopus uh, devil for sure got a tentacle sliced off. So. I don't know. We we might be in a spot where it's like we're about to see a chainsaw man next, but 
Uh, last I thing I'll say, so. Shit. it's been a minute. Last thing I'll say, uh, britches or suspenders or whatever we're calling them. Um, I honestly thought he was Denzel for a second, but it, it, we still don't know. But Matt mentioned something, I don't know how many episodes ago, or this could have been off air, about we might be building up toward a break, right? We had, like, what was it, Matt, 97 chapters in part one? Mm-hmm. And it seems like we're starting to round that corner here for part two. So, I don't know. We might be headed toward a cliffhanger, which... I'm not very happy about, but that's that's neither here nor there. Now that Matt put it in my brain, I'm gonna put it in y'all's brain too. But it's like if I have to suffer, everyone Damn. suffers. Oh, but yeah, that's all I had on Chainsaw Man. Yeah, um, solid chapter, y'all. Solid chapter. Uh, we we finally. This isn't the way I really wanted to have, you know, Denzel and Keanu like meet. But hey, if it's through Chainsaw, <laughs> man, I, gotta, I guess it's just gonna have to be like this. Well, all right. What was everybody's favorite chapter this week? Go ahead, Bryce. I think I'm gonna go King and Omega. Uh, they are, they are, they are really, they, they, they really doing something for me right now with the with the big bad. Like they, they really. They really doing something. I don't think, I think very rarely do I get one over with the, you know, the quote unquote unbeatable dude, but the nigga has won me over. He's, he's, he's the truth. Yeah. He's the truth. Uh, I'm going to pass it to, 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 to TJ. Uh, One Piece, man, this ballad of Bartholomew Kuma. Uh, Bartholomew Kuma, my bad. I added an extra you there from the Bartholomew, but man, Kuma's story is, dude, man. I, I'm gonna pass it over to Matt. I don't want to get man. into it. I don't want to get into it. I'm gonna pass it over to Matt. That's all I'm gonna say. Damn. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I'll add. It's something. a lot of pain, bro. I know, but it's damn. <laughs> uh, man, was Sakamoto. He was sitting there. Oh, my bad. Hello? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I was just that? saying mine was Sakamoto. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, fellas, topic of the week. Let's get it. All right, topic of the week. What's something that you wish... Eastern comments could learn from manga and vice versa. Uh, TJ, why don't you kick us? Well, off? first of all, Kaiju done braid, man. What the fuck? No, I'm kidding. So, damn, I I broke it into two sections. What uh comics could get from manga? All right, so section one, issue one is actually issue one. If you try to introduce somebody to I mean, I guess Spawn might like Image Comics might be the exception as far as publishers go. I get maybe Image and now because Boom Studios really is tripping sometimes with uh with fucking uh some of the Power Rangers stuff. Maybe like Image and um, IDW might be the exceptions to this rule. But I'm already digressing and I barely got into my first thing. But what I mean by issue one is actually issue one. Take Batman, 
if you're trying to introduce somebody to Batman comics and and be like, all right, check out issue one, and they you tell them to go to the comic book shop and ask for issue one, the comic book guy is gonna look at or the comic book clerk is gonna look at you crazy, like, what you mean issue one, bro? Like, anytime you get a new creative team for a comic book, that's already a new volume that's potentially a new issue one, so on and so forth. So one thing they could get from manga, let that issue one be issue one. Uh, the next thing I'll say, uh, comics, what they can learn from manga, they got too many titles on everything, bro. Uh, examples, Detective Comics, Batman, Action Comics, Superman, Offshoots, Spawn, King Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, Edge of Spider-Verse. Don't even get me started on X-Men titles. Um, last thing I'll say, black and white with some gray tones, you can tell a lot of story with that uh switching it up what can manga learn from comics i mean already western comic books have been the og inspiration for a lot of things especially when it comes to manga like the superhero archetype so on and so forth western comics all day right now another thing i think is although shonen jump is cool like gathering everything in a single publication weekly to me, nothing beats holding an actual comic book in your hands and reading it page by page. And, of course, coloring, ink, even advertisements to a certain degree are kind of cool. Um, and finally, I think that manga could benefit from having a more connected universe under a publisher. Either that or the occasional Worlds Collide type event. Now, I'm not saying that it means let's let's look at some of our our top manga right now under Shueisha, right? Like, it doesn't mean that Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero, and there I say Sakamoto, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero, and Sakamoto have to have a connected universe, but the once in a while, like, cross-title, cross-publisher event would be kind of cool. Um, Really let the artists, like, flex their creativity a little bit, but that's just me. I'll pass it over to Bryce. Okay, well, you touched a lot of stuff that I, I thought, TJ. Uh, really, uh, the things that I will focus on when it comes to uh, uh, comics learning from manga, one of my big things, uh, at least when it comes to the major uh, productions like uh, DC or Marvel, uh, it's just letting the book end. Um, I know that... Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I know that, you know, you, you want Superman, you want Batman, you want those kind of characters to kind of keep it going, but, like, when a, when a story is over, when it ends, I feel like there's just such a a complete factor to it. Plus, it just makes it something way more worth collecting. Um, I can't imagine like the the like like what you were saying with just like the multiple fucking uh additions to a to a to a title. Like imagine a Batman, you know, with when they have like epic uh when they have like epic sagas for Batman, like you have to read like fucking fifty fucking books. Yeah, and you're following it. You're following it. You're following it. You're following it. You're following it, and then you kind of get like the ending of it, and then lo and behold, nope, you got to kind of keep going because like you have to read what happens next because this goes into the next arc and the next saga, and, and yeah, like it, it gets tiring. To your point too, it's like it's not like fifty comic books under since we gave the Batman example. It's not fifty like detective comic books or Detective Comics issues, right? It's like Detective Comics, Batman, you might have to read some Nightwing, maybe yep. some Teen Titans, or whatever the fuck ties in. It, it, it can be pretty insane. Go on, sorry. Yep. Yep. No, uh, completely right. Um, 
what else can uh uh comics learn from manga i would say um uh keeping it to one uh writer mm. um i'm not i'm not against oh you stole a good one from me yeah i i like sometimes it works but sometimes like somebody could just take what you're right especially when it comes to like this kind of more dc and and and, and marvel based too because you don't really get this in independent i mean in independent comics like you don't get really get mm-hmm. this but like whenever um whenever uh uh, uh so like an, an author can just go com- a completely different way with a character and and sometimes that could even fuck with just like the momentum of a book like um i was talking about this with matt uh months before with uh the john ridley run mm-hmm. of uh, of black panther mm. right after the tanahisi coach run yeah and it just like it just it was just like oh so like this just felt like he went through all this shit. He didn't learn shit. Yeah. It just such a backward step. I feel like we talked about like the transition from the intergalactic empire to the new volume with John Ridley, right? Yeah, and it's just yeah. like oh, so. This is how did how did who greenlit that? <laughs> who greenlit it? Who said yeah? Let's let's. Do hey, it bro, like hold on. Buffalo Soldier was Buffalo a Soldier dope was addition. He was, yeah, I'm like kind of laughing that we both agree on that. Buffalo Soldier is amazing. <laughs> the fact that he didn't get a comic after that, I'm actually mad about. <laughs> but, but besides the fact that we got Buffalo Soldier, everything else was just like, what is this? Right. God, I wish Buffalo Soldier had a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that as well. Um, let's see what else. Um, in regards to the other side, um, comics learning, uh, manga learning from comics, I think the two style system works. One writer, one artist, I think you could just do a lot with that. And added with that, it takes so much less pressure off of artists. When you think of mangaka artists, the 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 work that they go through is fucking crazy. Like they do have assistance and stuff like that. Right. Um which which does help, but just in the in the sense of like, um, just 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 having having a little bit of having a little bit of pressure off of you could do so much. I imagine like like authors like like Oda, authors like uh uh the writer of Berserk, like you know you you it's just it's just so much, and I think I think I think the writing might suffer a little bit. Because they don't, they have all that pressure, and I think like a two, um, a writer and a and an anchor, actually three, writer, anchor, and colorist. No, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying, writer. Oh no, yeah, what, what you mean, writer. colorist? Yeah, colorist. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think that would take the pressure <laughs> off. Added with that, maybe having like a l- more comic books, more manga that are monthly based. Giving your time to like go through your whole story, your whole art, and just kind of let it play out a little bit more smoothly, a little bit more, um, a little bit more, uh, yeah, just smoothly. Oh, one thing to take from uh comics to from manga is I love the fact that a manga gets an adaption so quickly. Um, yeah. I would like to see that with comics. Like, can you imagine like uh, let's what's what's a good like bitter root? Like I know they got a live action coming. But like yeah. he's like, hey, we're just gonna do a bitter root, um, uh, bitter root series on HBO for like a six episode series. 
HBO, we'll get the author, we'll get the thing. It'll be a whole thing. It'll come out next summer. And then just like, like that, that gets people into comic books because they can just watch this. And if it's so good, they'll definitely check out the book. They'll definitely, they'll definitely backtrack. I think that happened with Walking Dead, right? Like yeah. they, they love the live action so much. The the first uh the first uh chapter of, of Walking Dead was worth what, like what like a hundred something, hundred grand? Mm-hmm. It was worth a lot. It was worth a lot. And I just think that that kind of cohesion to kind of get the get the material to uh to a wider audience via television is just something to do. The fact that DC and and Marvel take so much time to to do the movies when they have like good books that come out and it's always the random shit. Like I I don't get me wrong, I like a good random Batman, I like a good random Superman. But when you do Strange Adventures or like Mr. Miracle and you don't like push that, like make something out of it. That's just fucking ridiculous to me. Cause you're, you're going to get people off the strength. It's a DC movie. People are going to watch it regardless. Right. You can't watch it regardless. Well, so I think on the animation tip in the DCEU, I think on the animation tip, they're pretty good about releasing uh, movies or like short shows based on some of the comic books on a regular basis. If it's like non-live action, I actually think DC does a pretty good job it's not for very a major fun. publisher. It's not very timely, though. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you on that. I'm just saying, like, they st- they push them out a few times a year, though, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, But, uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else at the moment, so I'm going to pass it on to Matt. Oh, I finally get a turn? Yeah. Wow, okay. I'm, I'm just there. playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not bringing that energy right now. Um. No, I think the main one that I was really going to bring up was the one that Bryce did uh, about letting letting things end. Um, I like that. What I want to what I what I will say is I'll piggyback off this is not only just letting comics or letting stories end, but also letting people stay dead. I think that a lot of times the weight of a character's death is lost because we literally we know like it's almost a running gag like nobody dies in comics people die in manga Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we can't even play that game so i don't know that's one of the major things for me um i feel like you know just having that sense of completion like and again not having multiple runs of the same like character the same thing like there shouldn't be, I shouldn't be able to ask somebody what's their favorite run of like Batman. Well, I I don't want to say I shouldn't be able to because no, I, I get the, the culture yeah. of it is different. Like yeah, and I and I'm in no way trying to say that like I want to change the culture of one thing, but I definitely feel like series should know when there's time to have a beginning and an end. And like just if you're gonna keep going, stick with the one author. Like I don't like, I don't like having that when one run ends and another one starts, like sometimes it'll happen so abruptly. Like that was something that when I got into collecting comics was really jarring because like I was reading Batman, was reading it, reading it, reading it. And then randomly one of the chapters, the whole art style is different. It's a whole story that was like, what is this? It's like, what happened to Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo? What's going on? Yeah, I just got dropped into something else. And then it was just like, oh, well, that run was over. Nobody fucking told me, and I mean, even if they did, you get what I'm saying. Like, right. 
I don't know. I I I like the sense of finality that you get uh mostly in manga. Um and the fact that there's quick adaptation. I like that. Um but what I will say on the flip side that I think uh manga could learn is branching out those side characters and allowing those characters that are fan favorites to like get the shine that the fans are asking for like if your fans are if these characters are winning these character polls and you know these people seem to be fans of this character that character like the one thing western comics has definitely done is they figured out how to make characters continue to be popular for 20 30 40 50 years and granted i'm not saying that those characters don't maintain that which is still amazing on the in the manga sense but kenshiro's relevance and batman's relevance to like the modern zeitgeist is not the same thing do you get what i'm saying mm. they've both been around roughly around the same amount of time like had tremendous impact on both of their industries and stuff like that but like wait batman's been around way longer than kenshiro okay still you get what i'm saying <laughs> like, way 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 longer you're right. like seven, got like 40 years decades like for Batman, but you, bro. Yeah, but still, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I was like, I we, mean, had, we had to. We just had to mention that. Yeah, I just had to throw something out there. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like, you know, and there are people who know, and there are people who don't. And there's gonna always be, you know, the case in some way or form. But I think there's definitely a way to do it where these characters can have a little more longevity. Um, I like the fact that, um that western comics do like you know i ain't gonna hold you i like getting a different cover for every week like i don't like just a regular splash page or something like that like i i like that in western comics we get different covers and like a different artist might be getting showcased on the cover and in some instances it's not even the person who drew the comic that week right. you know what i'm saying the cover right. artist you know i like that i like the little guest cover art thing i think that would be cool um I would like to see some manga in color. Definitely not all. I think part of the appeal is the black and gray. And with that said, I would like to see that, you know, going in the opposite direction where I kind of agree with you as well, TJ, on seeing uh, a little bit more black and white. Um, other than that, I think you guys pretty much covered and stole all mine. So I definitely won't let niggas go first next time. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, any final thoughts, fellas? I'll just piggybacking off your idea. Like, if you think about characters like Batman, you know, we never really talk about Batman as a whole. We talk about specific parts of the story. Like, that's always been a thing with Batman. Like, people don't talk about... There's, there's, there's literal arcs of Batman that people just don't talk about at all. You'll hear people talk about The Dark Knight Returns. You'll hear people talk about... Uh, Entire, yeah, exactly. Claude of Vows. So, like, it's just hoping that, like, one particular arc zero about, year, I'm sure zero, yeah, yeah, like one particular arc about this character, like, gets people going, but like, it just, it just gets so lost in all of Batman. Like, it's just while Kenshiro, people might have like a specific part that they like, but the story of Kenshiro is always going to be the story of Kenshiro because it has an ending. Mm. It's it hits that point so yeah like like it's it, it like nothing about kenshiro gets lost because it's 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 definitive but yeah that's that's my i just wanted to pick it back up uh last thing i'll say too is um support your local comic shop 
Yes, indeed. Hey, you know what else I want to throw in the canon? Like, let's stop with this multiverse shit and different canons and stuff. Like, let's just let's get a little more singularity going with some of this shit because this shit is getting out of control. Quantum. <laughs> Sorry, I just... <laughs> hey, you tell the truth though. Like if you go, if you go do the multiverse shit, do it how manga do it. Like it's and I'm talking about in everything. I don't want to like, oh well, yeah, this movie was cool, but like this wasn't canon, or like, well, this chapter wasn't canon. Stop with the filler shit, all that. I don't want western. I don't want manga. I don't want nobody doing that shit. Stop it. And tell your mama I'm hungry. Okay. Fucking end the show. Just... All right. So, uh, oh, oh. So now, when I start trying to bring the energy that y'all be talking about, now, not now that energy. Oh, okay. No, it's straight. It's straight. It's straight. Thank y'all for checking us out. This has been another episode of the Not Mind You Podcast. You can follow us on where you'd like to get all your social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C. Go ahead, TJ. Where can they find you? I don't like how the energy... No, bro, go ahead. Go ahead. Where can they find you? Where can they find you? You was wild. Do the voice. Go ahead. Nigga, Where can they find you? Are you want the voice, nigga? Okay, here's the voice. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Tusk4Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. Yeah, I'm coming at you mad aggressive. Bryce, where can they find you, B? God damn. Uh, no, he wanted the voice. He wanted the voice, right? I ain't good, nigga. I'm going to give him the same voice. I'm going to give him the same voice. You can find me on Instagram. That's A-X-E underscore O-N-C-A. What that spell? That's Ashe underscore also, baby. You better, you better, you better come in. You better come in. I better see you. I better see you. You better say hi. Or I'll find your ass. Where can they find us? They can find us. No, what happened to your energy, dog? What happened to your energy? This is what you wanted, right? This is what you wanted. Here we are. Let's go. Yeah, this is what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That way, you can find us at the Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you like to get your social media, wherever you like to get your goddamn podcast. That's where we at. We'll see y'all next week or in combat if you like it like that. And tell your mama to cook breakfast in that apron. Okay, I like. Peace. <laughs>